Hi. Good afternoon, Mark. How Good afternoon, Jermaine. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very well. Yourself? I'm fine. Um, as you know, in London, we're a little bit snowbound at the moment. Mm. It's nice. Which is, why, which is why you and I came up with this idea that we try something a little bit different today on the pod. Yeah. I uh, thought we could play a little game of um, Desert Island Discs. Um, mm-hmm. On Desert Island Discs, the person being interviewed has to select about seven songs and why they're significant for them in their life on the assumption that they were the only seven discs saved from the ship that went down. <laughs> and instead of having albums, you can only actually track, select seven tracks. You pick those seven tracks and at the end of the discussion, you choose which track and which book and which luxury item you would keep out of all the things we've just spoken about. Oh, okay. So this is Curious Anarchy back with another episode, a fresh series, brand new, Desert Island Discs, where uh, today Mark will be asking me, we'll be doing a little bit of inquiry, let's say. Yeah. Um, I think this is going to be quite an interesting one. So a lot of people have been telling me that they know Jermaine. Um, he's had <laughs> he's rubbed shoulders with princes and with paupers, and a lot of people <laughs> have mem- vivid memories of their time with him. <laughs> so we're going to explore today how this came about. Mm. So to start off with, Jermaine, if, I don't know if you'd like to tell the listening audience mm. where you grew up and in what kind of family you grew up into. Um. So I, I grew up in Birmingham up until the age of 18 um, when I left home and you know, went off to study and explore the world. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So do you want to Hans- tell people what part of Birmingham you were in? Yeah, Handsworth. Handsworth Hansworth. Is, is predominantly where I grew up up until about the age of 12. And then I moved, well, the family moved to Borsal Heath. Oh, you went to Can you just yeah. tell us a little bit about your family? So, for example, your grandparents and your family, where were they from and what, you know, what, what, do you, what are your memories of them? Okay, so my grandparents on my mum's side um, are both from Jamaica. They came over in part due to the, the wind rush. So my nan okay. came over yep. initially and then my grandfather came over. And in fact... <laughs> My my nan used to live in Brixton, and okay. my grandfather moved to Birmingham. And so they were working. So do you know why that happened? It, it, it was part of that kind of uh, building the foundation and getting together. There was families and friends that they were staying with, um, and yeah. Um, where did we go from here? Uh, so yeah. I'm curious why the family ended up in Birmingham because I I wasn't familiar that it was a natural sort of migration to go to Birmingham. I didn't didn't quite get why everyone headed in that direction. Um, That is a really good question. I know that I have like several family members, well, on my grandfather's side, who were in Birmingham. So they kind of went there. That was like the. So they were there before your family got yeah, there? Yeah, before already my there. grandfather got there, yeah. Right, right. Other brothers. And do you, know what, do you know what sort of professions we were talking about? Well, my, 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 my nan, I call her, to kind of distinguish between my nan, my mum's mum, and my grandma, my dad's mum. So my nan was a, or has been a, a nurse pretty much for all of her life. She came over and, and was working um, in care had a business of her own um, she had this amazing house and, and bought a house and like she had two houses at one point <laughs> uh, so was that from the business she brought over with her no this is something that she started up when she was here so given that a lot of people who had the similar experience wouldn't have done that do you know how she was able to do that um don't know. It's a good question. No, no, I'm just asking because it's quite curious. Um, just for the audience, I'd like people to know that 
There's a thing called Living Histories, a Living Histories, pro Living Histories project to record histories of people who aren't rich and famous. So there are actually libraries full of people who do things like in the war and everything who are not rich and famous. Oh. So this is why we ask these kind of questions because it's fascinating to see what would have been the difference to see someone who lived in Hansworth and who didn't have a business to someone who did. What was the, like in that migration, what was the difference? Mm. Interesting. It's all about that lived experience. So maybe while we're doing this, because you're talking about your grandparents and your family, extended family, maybe we can go to track number one. I wonder oh. what music, if any, you remember from that period. <laughs> um, okay, so this this song is, uh, I guess it would have been a song from Sunday School, as I used to. You're cackling, man. I don't know what you're doing, but you're cackling. Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry, can you, can you hear me okay now? Yeah, that's much yeah. better now, yeah, yeah. Um, so this song, I think, kind of symbolises the whole church era of my life. Um, yeah. From from when I was a young child, going to Sunday school, getting picked up in the like we used to get like I guess you could call it chauffeur driven. Um, to the, the church, church, yeah. There'd be a, a someone, one of the okay. elders in, in the, the church would drive the van and they'd pick up like we go all over but like King Standing, Hansworth, um yeah, wow. just all around Erdington, Aston areas and the church was in Erdington. Um and I'm trying to think of the name of the song, but it it I think it's Whose Side Are You Leaning On it's called I don't actually know. It's it's just what one of the songs that you're taught as being yeah, yeah. Sunday school. Um, and that song particularly stands out for I was actually <laughs> recently I've been singing it um to my girlfriend. <laughs> you know, just, just having okay, a laugh. Very um, romantic. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you know. Um because you know she was heavily in church, but even way more more so than myself. Um, so we just right, you know, right. we've got like those similar sort of experiences to share. Um, so hold on, I wonder if you wouldn't take us the audience back a okay. step because in our previous conversation before you selected the track, you hadn't mentioned church at all. So was this very important for the extended family that everyone went to church? Um, yeah, it was. It, it was. It, it always has been and my nan <laughs> like the last time that I spoke to her she's like oh you know you must go to church and, <laughs> and oh, all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's and not what, like what was, your, what was your church um, she's really kind of understanding um what type of church was it you asked yeah like what sort of um brand of religion was it sort of thing you say yeah. evangelical and sorry again because there are people that may be atheists who are listening so that's what presumably christian on some level yeah um and it's am i right in thinking it's not the, the um it's not your song of praise it's not Catholic. Thing. It's, it's not, not but it's not it's not catholicism no, is it no. and it's more um what we would call in this country church of england i suppose yeah, that, that's even though it's yeah. not, obviously not yeah. like that. I know obviously the, the the way you practice would be different, but I'm saying I'm trying to align it to a specific area that, of religion. Yeah, that, that it would be more that type or that that denomination. So, so again, maybe some people yeah. listening in may never have been to an evangelical church. How would you describe it in terms of the level of atmosphere in the church? Let's um, say. Okay, so primarily it's a black church. So, like, in terms of the, the, there were kind of two sort of dimensions to the church. We had the the elders who were like my grandparents. Age. So whenever I go to church, I'd meet all of the elders. It's always them, and then some okay. of them would bring their yeah, children. Yeah. You know how it is. It's like a, a network market yeah. in a way. <laughs> um, but so presumably that would be for again for like not just for the, the regular service, but for marriages yeah, and, and yeah. Uh, all sorts of ceremonies yeah, as well, yeah? All of that, all of that. Baptism. Yep. Um, yeah. So did you get baptised, for example? No, I wasn't baptised. 
And do you know the reason for that? Um, I think that my mum... Well, we've never really spoken specifically about it, but we've spoken about, like, Christianity and stuff. She's not even baptised herself. And my mum was a bit of a... a, Can we call it a tearaway, maybe? That might be a bit bit of hyperbole. Or rebellious? Can you say rebellious? Yeah, 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 in in a way. Um, There's one story my mum told me that she when she came home, and showed her mom, my nan, um, that she got her ears pierced. My nan was really upset. There's, okay. yeah, there's all yeah, yeah. you've got protocols. You know, you wear your skirt needs to be below the knee. And you know, yeah, yeah. you come to church, you wear a hat. And you don't have like makeup or jewelry, all of that kind of stuff. So it's like it's, it's quite. So you So how? You know what sort of food we're talking about like for your mum and, and your grandmother sort of like that um would that be in the sort of 60s 70s what are we talking about really okay so my mum would is four, uh, i think so this is talking like uh, 70s yeah yeah Late so at that time, your mum would be more likely to be getting earrings and trying to avoid going to church, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As is the way of a lot of teenagers. No, but a lot, I'm sure a lot of the audience can relate to having done the same thing themselves. Yeah, of course. Um, and whilst you were doing that, mm-hmm. did the Sunday? Because I'm assuming most of this happened on the Sunday. Did the Sunday experience affect or alter or change? your schooling experience when you started attending school no it was it was, it was like never a parallel between the two um yeah it was very i mean in inter- what, what what do you mean so what i mean is the, the sort of the different culture because you're going to a predominantly black church yeah. where there's quite a lot of atmosphere and then you're going to a school where it's done in a very sort of regulated way and behaviors should be you know, control a little bit more, and I just wondered if it, you know, it was you were quite happy doing both, if you like, you know. Oh there right, wasn't yeah. Sunday school was never really something that I was excited about. Right, um, okay, fine. To be quite honest, um, it, was, just it, was, it, was, it was cool yeah. to kind of, yeah. you know, for the social kind of aspect of it, especially when like more of the others, um, like parents and stuff that used to come to the church, well, grandparents refer the parents and the parents yeah. would come and they'd have their kids kind of stay with yeah. us um, and take part in the, the Sunday school um, okay other than that you know, I mean to be fair we used to do a, a youth rally every year but once a year wow. there was like associated churches that we were linked with um, in two in London there was one in Brooklyn and one in Neesden and we'd um, convene in either Neesden or Brixton um churches and basically have like a big like um day out basically a big long service and so there'd be like music obviously there'd be hymns and passages being you know spoken testimonies all of that kind of stuff and then we'd have the, the competition um which is so we'd be given like i don't know like stanwell one to twelve or something and we yep. read through that, study it, and then we'd answer like a whole bunch of questions um, on the day in, in a competition form. So, so okay, so that would be in a competition form, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, and so going to school, was that similar or, you know, like was it the same? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, enjoyed school? Yeah, I, I enjoyed school from you know, from when I first started going. Um, okay. It's never been something that... I mean, there's been periods where I've been like, oh, I hate school. But yeah, I've, on the whole, I've enjoyed school. And, uh, you know, I had a, a, at least a fairly positive experience of it. Okay, okay. And, and um, was your school sort of a mix of all different cultures and everything? Because, yep. you know, like most yep. inner city schools t- tend to be. And you were fine with the mixing with people of different, let's say, religions, backgrounds, etc. Yeah. Um, growing up, I um, I went to the infant school and then to the junior school, which was the Watville 
they no longer yeah. exist now. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think the the junior school was converted into like an academy to change the name and all of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, my my area that I actually lived in, um, I, like, and this is something that kind of highlights the feel of humanity in terms of how we live with one another today. Like, my mom knew the neighbors on both sides and like people up and down the street, like we were quite friendly. We had a friend next door that we go to the park and play before we go in each other's gardens and play. And then the other friend yeah. next door, like we were all a bit of a, a bit more of a community. Um, so, uh-huh. yeah, like there was a mix of people. There was, we had an Asian- You're, you're rattling again, sorry. Do you want your rattling again? Yeah. So can you hear me okay now? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So um, the lady next door was in, or the the family next door, I should say, um, were Indian to the right. And then on the left, there was a black family. They were Jamaican. Um, And then there was an English white lady on the other side of the Indian lady um, and her daughter, Jenny. If Jenny manages to hear this, Today it'd be great for you to reach out to us at Curious. Cool. <laughs> at, sorry, at yeah, yeah, Curious Anarchy. Um, I'd love to catch up with, with you know people from the past. It'd be just awesome so, just to hear like what stories they've got. So um, hearing this, and it sounds like a, quite a, a, a wonderful sort of like a street to be on. Is there a kind of music that you can remember from that sort of period? Um, Song that you listened to, like that was popular at the time or whatever. I think that really it kind of ties back into being in the home and waking up like from the age of I think maybe nine and ten I began to kind of get involved in cooking and <laughs> I had an experience once <laughs> you know you know that, that the first time you uh you handle some chicken like a whole chicken yeah <laughs> and you gotta, like scrape out all the giblets and the bits inside yeah, and yeah. clean it and do all of that that kind of traumatised me wow, um, as wow. A, how old was I? I think I might have been about 11-ish by that point wow. um, but yeah I I was I went vegan for all of maybe three hours and then <laughs> dinner was ready and I was ready to eat um, it looked so good <laughs> but you know, well, it's, it's different it's, when you've cooked it, obviously. Yeah. Uh, what was the song though? What was the music? Um, it would be Bob Marley, Buffalo Soldier. Okay, yeah, yeah. It, it's that song. Were they Buffalo Wings play. then? Uh, no, they weren't, unfortunately. <laughs> Just wonder. Um, it was a connection, that was a... Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, it reminds me of waking up Saturday morning and, you know, housework be done before we can even think yeah, yeah. about going out to play anywhere or playing on the, the Mega Drive oh, we're, we're really taking it back Mega Drive yeah. Um, and yeah it's kind of like it's a part of that ritual I think you know, so also thing. around that time you probably would have moved to your secondary school yeah 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 how was that for you because that's quite a traumatic time for a lot of kids yeah, it, it was kind of traumatic in a sense because the the junior school that I went to was a feeder school for uh, Holyhead High School okay. or secondary school. I, mean, I call it high school because the high school that I ended up at was Fort Dwelling. Oh, um, Fort Dwelling's okay. High School. That, that was what it was called. And um, so I ended up going away from like where all of the rest of my friends were pretty much going to Holyhead or to St. James Park, to one of the other local ones and then I ended up going out of the area because my yeah. mom didn't yeah. want me to stay in Handsworth she wanted me to get out and actually you know I guess have a different experience sure sure um, so it meant getting up in the mornings and getting the bus for about 45 minutes <laughs> oh really? that far? yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, that, that's how go, why didn't you go that's to Almira to where you live? It was in West Birmingham. It was in West Birmingham. But um, I don't understand why you didn't go to Almira to where you lived. 
yeah there, there, there was there were two which were based I think the one was in Quinton that I went to for Dwellings High School and then there's mm-hmm. Perryfield um, Secondary School which I think is out it's out over Quinton Way maybe in Hales Owen I'm not sure but it's over that way again like you know taking me out of the area completely yeah um, and there was another school but I, I don't remember there were three schools that were on my list but um, four dwellings accepted me so, I, so I'm missing the bit about because nowadays schools are quite presumptuous about you can't go somewhere that isn't in your area yeah yeah so how were you able to avoid going to the local schools I, I, this is this is the thing my my mum didn't put down um, Holyhead oh okay so the, the Holyhead wasn't an option right <laughs> okay. a little you bit know. confused but okay that's fine yeah so um, I mean this is no disrespect to anybody that went to Holyhead or no, 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 there no. now or anything like that but yeah she just didn't want me to go to that school um, so yeah I, I ended up in four dwellings for five years and um, it was, you know, it, it, it was a really interesting time because it's that break between junior school to high school, secondary school, where you kind of begin to kind of go in, into puberty and you kind of begin yeah, to understand yeah. stuff about yourself and stuff is happening. Like, you know, you get you start growing pubic hair and a beard and, you know, well, a bit of bum fluff on your chin and that. But yeah, yeah, yeah it's close it, enough. It, 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 it you know, it's it, um, and my my voice broke in year seven. Wow! So my my voice was. Do you know that? Like, uh, did you know people so... in the school before you went there? Nope. You know no one. No. Nope. And how long would you say before you considered yourself accepted in the school, so to speak? Um, pretty much from the first day. Oh, okay. So straight away you were. Uh, there was no yeah, problems yeah, with, yeah, for yeah. example, racism or. People didn't know you, no. rival gangs. I don't know. There's no issues at all with anything. No, not for me. That's great. Um, and I think that that was primarily simply because I was coming maybe from outside of any yeah. circles that were already there. So, yeah. so you no, literally didn't know anyone, anyone when you started. You literally didn't know no. anyone. No. Um, wow. I think, Amazing. I think it was on the induction day. You know, you have an induction day before the summer, and then you come and start. Um, maybe it was yeah but I remember there was the day that we went there and we basically formed the class so we got to meet everyone that was in our class and got familiar and had like you know playtime break time and all so of that what, like you do the one day. thing that um, confuses me or amazes me or let's say I find curious is who was travelling on the bus with you like obviously not with you but I mean who were your fellow bus companions because you were spending half an hour on a bus going across town at yeah. 11 so who were the people <laughs> in the morning on the bus with you um, in fact kind of just take it back one step um, when I went to look at the school it was my granddad my grandfather who okay. came with me okay um, why was that because my mum was at work and okay. he was available so I'm sorry <laughs> you, oh, you yeah. didn't tell us what your mum did as a job oh okay. yeah Say again? She's a carer. She's a carer, sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's gone a bit quiet. I don't know if it's me or I'm a little bit quieter. Yeah. Your reception is a bit quiet. I don't know why. I don't know. Has it, has it come back now? Oh, that's better, yeah. That's okay. way better, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was just... So, okay, so she's a carer. She was a carer as well. Yeah. And, um, sorry, I'm, I don't know if you've discussed this or it was part of it, but you haven't mentioned anything about her father. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Up until now. Um... So we, we can get to that bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I leave that for now because we're still trying to get to. So your your grandfather took you on the bus to school. Yeah, on the bus. Um, this was the first time to go in the like you know where you do like a dummy run. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah, go yeah. And meet the the teachers and all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, he came along with me when we did the dummy run for the uh, school journey, um, and. Yeah, he was a real central part of my life. Um, okay. He. What were the What were the key factors that he brought to your life then? Wow, this guy is <laughs> is is someone that has 
I think he's he's come over and he's you know the that Bozik would have come over in the Windrush, the older generation. They were very yeah. much labourers and trades and all of that kind of thing. They yeah, would have yeah. had a real, or at least he had a um, a sense of. Uh, so just bear with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, sorry. Just letting someone in. Give me a sec. Um, yeah, my yeah, he was a real, he a real handyman. I think. Okay. Is 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 the is what I could really say. He was a plumber. Um, wow. He's, he's fixed loads of plumbing in his house. He's done stuff for you know for my mum whenever she's had some issues. Um, he did. He was a carpenter as well. There was a, a desk that he had made for me, like a work desk for when wow. I was in school. Um, and I had that for years. Um, there were some bookshelves that I helped make with him as well. That I had, I think my mom actually still has that. My my sisters. Have it it sounds like you spent quite a lot of time with him. Oh yeah, yeah. I, so I would mean, you say there's a would you say there was a song that he would have liked that like you like because of him sort of thing? Um, that's an interesting one because a lot of the a lot of what my grandparents were about was church. So uh-huh. a lot of it was all like whenever we'd meet up friends or whatever, there'd be people that they've got to know through church. They were, you know, in the okay. community as well. But yeah, a lot of yeah, it yeah. centered around, you know, the, the religion. Um So they didn't have any hankering for the old music they heard in in, in Jamaica or anything like that. They didn't kind of miss the the non religious kind of music that, I, you know, I the charts never heard any of that right yeah yeah growing yeah, up yeah, yeah. with them so yeah I, I couldn't i couldn't tell you no that's fine i'm just yeah. trying to get an understanding of what you what you were listening to as you were growing up sort of thing mm. um so he wouldn't generally play music to you or sing to you generally if he was like you know like if you went to his house and his wife wasn't there or whatever he, generally speaking he was he wasn't the central thing of playing music to you or whatever no, I don't. I don't think that my sort of inspiration for music, of which we'll probably get onto a bit later on, yeah, um, kind of really came from. I think it's just him. just him as a person, as a human being, as a grandfather, as a parent, like the relationship that we developed over the years, um, and just how and who he was it's just like he was just an amazing person I remember he met my um, uh, these kids I was in high school at the point and we had like an athletics day out kind of thing at Holyhead School actually okay um, yeah yeah a big competition loads of different schools came down we were competing and there was I was there with some boys from the older year from the year up, he kind of used to try and sort of bully us a little bit, which is around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I remember he was in the crowd and I was doing my, taking part in my sport. And I remember looking over and seeing him chatting to the boys and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? I mean, I wouldn't mind What did he say to you? Like, um, not like they were just talking. And then, and then, the, the next day, the, the boy came up to me and he's like, oh, that guy's your granddad, isn't he? He's like, yeah, he is safe, man. I like him. He's cool, man. He's cool. And I was like, yeah, I know. Wow, that. okay. I know. I know. That saved your life at school, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he was, he was just one of those people that could... I think he's he's a networker. I think this is... <laughs> this is right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where well, you get it from. Cooked, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like loads, he knew loads of people. He would, yeah, he, he could just get on with you, you know. That's the brilliant. Time that he met my, my first two children's mom. So we were married or, or going to get married at that point. And um, yeah. Sorry, say that again, say that bit again. We, uh, yeah, I was married. Oh, okay, you, you haven't told us that yet. Maybe oh, we're jumping a little bit ahead. Yeah, well, we're kind of, well, yeah, we're getting there. 
unless before you got married, unless you were married at school, which mm-hmm. is a possibility, but unless you were married at school, let's kind of finish off your schooling first. So, so when you were like between 14 and 17, what was the music you were listening to then? Ah, okay, great, yeah. We're coming back to that. Um, one song that kind of really stands out for me at that point, I think <coughs> would be, I think this is kind of like a part of the MTV generation. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. MTV based anyway, which I used to tune into on a regular basis. Um, yeah. I remember seeing this video of these guys getting into this lift um, and then it's like an action movie basically they come out of the lift and they're shooting everyone okay, everyone okay. basically a gunfight but it's um, Weezhang careful click click the the bass in that I think a, a lot of the music that I like has bass I'm not someone that, uh, I mean, I can listen to stuff that doesn't have bass, but bass really moves. I think that's okay. the Caribbean influence. Sure, sure. All of that. Um, so, were you doing things with your school friends, like where you heard music, or were you doing, like you said, you went to sports events? Did you do anything else outside of school with them, or were you staying at home most of the time? What was your, you know, what were you, how was your formative years being spent? Um, in school, I wasn't really, my mom didn't really like me going out or staying out late. So a lot of the time, if I didn't have football, if I didn't have some sort of sport that I was taking place in or... So were um, you representing the school at sports? Uh, yes, athletic. In, in athletic? Football. Yeah. And so, in, so what position did you play in football? Um, I, <laughs> I was a, uh, a defender. Okay, yeah, it's good. Well, well, they, well, need, they need good defenders, so that's fine. And what about athletics? What did you do in athletics? I did 100, 200. Wow. Uh, triple jump, long jump. Oh, wow, did you high, did loads. High jump for a little bit. Loads, loads. Um, javelin, I kind of So did you reach with. the county level at any of these? Or? Yeah, I was, I was actually competing for um, Hales Owen Athletics Club at one wow. point. And uh, there was a McDonald's event that we had for the West Midlands, and I, I came first in the hundred meter sprint. Cool. So that's very fast. For, that's very fast. So when you're playing football, I mean, usually they're the wingers that can run that fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's strange, yeah. strange that they put you in defence. It's kind of strange I was, joy. I was, I was a bit of a hard man. I, I was. Um, I yeah, was even the, still, uh, you were a fast hard man. That's the point I'm yeah. making. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it'd be like uh, what's his name, Cole for Chelsea. Colton Cole, no. Um, what's his name? Ashley Cole. Oh, Ashley he Cole. Quick. He was and hardly he, a hard yeah. man, though. He was the complete no. opposite of a hard man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I just not. I see. My experience of watching and playing football was, you had the slow hard men in defence and the fast people in front. Yeah. Um, even American football was pretty similar to that as well. So it's kind of strange to hear you say that you they they saw you more as a hard man than they saw you as a fast man when you were actually yeah. winning county events. It's quite interesting. Well, it, it, it kind of worked in a sense where where we'd be playing teams or you know up against like forwards that are quite quick. Yeah. I'm, yeah, no, of course. Know, yeah, nobody yeah, yeah. could ever really get away from you. So yeah, yeah. But <laughs> even still, it's a very strange. Yeah. Okay. So that's fine. So, so you were doing that. Were you socialising with your friends outside of school? Not really. Not not at all. Unless they. I mean, I had one friend that lived not far from me, and and this was really because he lived along my route home. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That I kind of befriended, and you know, we became kind of really close friends, really good friends. And um, used to go around to his house, and like met his brother and his mom. His mom absolutely loved me. Um, and I remember what community were they from? Um, Jamaica, they were Jamaican as well. Okay, cool, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you um, know, when you're doing all this, there's no music that springs to mind that you were all listening to other than the one in the lift. There's nothing else that you were listening to, like when you went to his mum's house and all that stuff. I think this, this, 
I think this would be around the era of when uh, garage, garage okay. music started okay. to kind of take off. Um, and I, I mean, I was into like your old deep and your um, Meridian. And, you can't think of one uh, song that you particularly liked at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There would have been. Uh, it was a love song, actually. Because I can't live without you. Now I think you fucking now I think like that tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bass, the music, the the, the melodies. That was everything. It was everything. Now, if, I hope um, you don't mind me breaking in a bit here, but I, I've got a sense that we're jumping really quite far ahead. And you said you were going to refer us back to the idea of what happened around your father. I just don't oh, want to yeah. lose sight of it because we're going towards your team, your your married life. So we're going heading towards your married yeah. life. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah, haven't yeah. discussed that's, your father yet. So that's, even, that's why I said we'll come back to it. Yeah, I think we probably need to now, really, because you're, you're about to become a parent. Uh, well, not a parent, uh, a husband yourself. So. Hmm. Um, okay, so I met my father when I was 13. Okay. When well, you say you met um, him, what was the, do you know yeah. what the story was, why he wasn't there before you were 13? Yeah, my parents had actually split up before okay. I was born. So, yeah, he wasn't really around in that. Are we saying split up on much. bad terms because presumably he, he may have wanted to see you before 13? Uh, as far as I think they kind of lost touch. Okay. Um, but part of that is, you know, with my, my nan, my mum's mum, she went to a convention, church thing and met my grandma there. I, I don't remember how they even... I can't even think of how they would even remember each other. Wow. So, sorry, I'm confused. Later. Did they go to the same church originally then? Or No, no, no. It was, it was like a convention. Um, where there were a bunch of okay. churches, churches there. Um, and it would have been like a cross-denomination thing as well because my dad's side is Seventh-day Adventist. Okay. So... What, what family? Well, sorry, your father was from what sort of um, community? Jamaican as well, or Grenadian? Oh, Grenadian. Oh, he was Grenadian. Yeah. So you didn't, but you didn't have any Grenadian until you were thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When I um, if I, when my nan got to my grandmother, she she got the number to me from my mom, and um, I was speaking to my grandma for. A year um, and I met my dad within that time and then uh, a year later from meeting my, my grandmother she passed away wow she had three, wow. three heart attacks wow, that's really days. deep um, and I'm you know it's quite a it really does show or it symbolizes I should say the strength that she had she had an amazing life she was like a number one uh, foster carer for the year oh like, wow okay more than one year um, like she she's done lots of work in, in terms of you know young people and um, yeah she was loved and the church was, was packed there were people like, wow. outside the actual church room um, that must have broken her heart not to have seen you for all that time then yeah 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 but it, you know we had we had uh, some good times I'd go around there during the holidays and stuff and just spend like a week there or a few days. Okay. Okay. Um, and just, you know, do the whole church thing with her on the weekend because they go to school. On, so they on were Saturday. the same really as your parents in terms of going to church and everything. It was the same yeah. setup. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 But like, obviously, when she's a bit older, she was kind of more heavily into it than my mom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. sorry, I'm just trying to get my head around this. So, you're doing that, you're meeting with your dad and everything, and then when you leave school, what do you do when you leave school? Um, so what I did when I left school was I went to Cadbury College in Kings Norton. Um, I actually went there with a, a group of friends, and it, for me it was a choice, again, another situation um, of, like, this scenario of where you can do one subject or the other. Okay. So I wanted to do French, I wanted to do music, and uh, was it English? Um, 
but at one I couldn't do French because like I was always going to pick music music was, was never really okay. thing, so but, uh, had you done music at school as well yeah 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 I played um in fact from junior school I played the sitar okay and then I played the violin wow, from about the age of 10, 9 or 10 till 13. Do you want to tell people to um, what level you played it? Yeah, um, I was actually in an orchestra wow. um, with the, uh, the teacher that taught us. Um, he invited me to, the, to be a part of the orchestra. So I was the, the second group of violins. Wow, brilliant. Um, of which there was three. We had a cellist and um, viola players. Viola? viola? Yes, well, yeah, viola. Yeah, viola. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there was, I remember doing a performance in a, at a school in Hansworth Wood. And yeah, like my, my music teacher, my, or my violin teacher, Mrs. Jones, she was amazing. She's like an older white lady, grey hair. Like just like that sort of round glasses, uh, sort of typical musical teacher kind of, yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. When I think. So, um, any any songs from that period stand out for you in the in terms of the orchestra, like in terms of uh, stuff that you liked hearing or playing? Was there anything? Yeah, that you know what? There is there is. I wouldn't say that it's a song. I would say that it was uh, Vanessa May. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've heard of her. Yeah. She she like she had some awesome violin. Yeah. Like, to look at her, her her kit and think, oh my gosh, I'd love to stay on that. Just just to you know pick a few notes and just yeah oh, yeah, yeah for real. And um, yeah, she she was a real kind of a, a sense of inspiration for me in that sense. Um, wanted to play the violin, and of course not not being white as well. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. 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 But there was no song that you all played. Like, because sometimes you hear people that are in, for example, steel bands, and they'll say there's one song they wish to love playing or something like that. If there wasn't, that's fine. Um, but I'm just curious, because uh, you spent a lot of time around music, didn't you? Because you were playing in orchestras. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of hard work. Yeah, but um, I'm just wondering if there's one song, like you're playing for an hour, is there one song that you all went, oh, we really like this tune? Or was it just... The job, so to speak. Um, I think because I, I I played the keyboard as well. Hello, okay. You yeah, didn't get that till now. Hello? No, I say we didn't get that till now. Yeah. So that, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so basically, I can play the well. I played the guitar. I played the violin. I played the keys. Wow. I played drums. Um, and the gamelan as well. What, sorry. The gamelan. You might want to talk us through that one. Okay, the gamelan is, I believe it's a, basically it's like a, a group of bells, different sizes. Oh, right, okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't know it was called that. I know what you mean. I didn't know it was called that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you so played like, all these instruments. The yeah, at different points wow. in my life. Yeah. Highly and musical. Sang, so you're highly, highly like, musical. Yeah, yeah, did, yeah. Did your family um, recognise that you were highly musical? Yeah, music was 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 something that was always a real passion of mine, or a fancy, if you call it. But what, I mean, um, what I'm trying to say is, what, was your mum and your grandparents musical? Were they particularly musical? No, because you sometimes hear the people when no. they're famous, they go, "Well, my grandparents used to sing, or my my grandfather was a guitarist, or whatever." So no, there was no one. Yeah, all of that. No yeah. one. Yeah, there, there was none okay, of that. Okay, cool, cool, none cool, cool. <laughs> um, I don't have any. So literally, <laughs> any you had most of the musical ability in yourself. We, we haven't heard yet if you have siblings. Yes, yes. Um, I did mention uh, sister earlier, but um, yeah. So I've, I've got. Okay, so let's start. So I grew up with in my in my well, you know, my mom's household four four younger sisters. Four younger sisters. I have. Yeah. So you were the only boy so with four eldest, younger sisters? The eldest of five and the only boy. Wow, yeah. okay. Yeah. So how was that, that was, for you? That was, it was, <laughs> I mean, looking back at it, it was a lot of stress for it me was. because <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, I was the I was the eldest by five Oh, years. wow. 
Yeah, so I was kind of like the one who was doing a lot of the looking after. Yeah, you were the bouncer for the... You know, like back in the day, right, when I was growing up, and like as a kid, I'm sure probably, you know, I mean, you're only five years older than me, but, you know, your generation... 55, go on. I'm closer to your grandfather's age, but go on, carry on. (laughs) You know, I was just saying, um, like your parents used to go out to work or go out to town or whatever, and, and like you'd be left at home like that, that's like a, a normal or it was a normal thing like that happened well it's more predominant now actually than it was <laughs> then but yeah I mean I, yeah. I, well, I, when we talk about me I, my family were the opposite but um, but I still had responsibilities to my younger sisters I had two younger sisters as well but um, five is uh, four is a lot and, and the different in age is quite a lot I'm, I'm curious did they go to your school so how did they get to school? Do they just walk around the corner sort of thing? Um, well, it, right, in fact... Um, because usually the yeah. brother's the one who has to sort of, you know, if there's any bullying or anything like that, you know, usually the bullet, you have to go down to the school and... Yeah, but, but because because there was like five years difference, um, I was in like, by the time my sister was in junior school, I was in high school. Yeah. So I was like an hour away. Right, right. So you couldn't um, help. Basically. But yeah, there was never any of that. There okay, was never fine. any of that. Well, and, probably and Birmingham's quite like different that. to London. In London, there was always an issue with things like that going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, well, to be fair, there was one time when I was in, I think, year 11. Well, you mean finished and, um, yeah. A, yeah, a cousin of mine, um, or my favourite cousin, actually, like me and him are like two months apart. But his younger brother started in year seven, and there were some kids that at your school giving him a bit of jit. Yeah, yeah, at my high school, yeah. And um, there were some kids that were giving him a bit of trouble. Um, so I just I used to pull him up in like the corridors and stuff and just talk to him, just you know, what I mean? cool, just cool. checking on him and stuff. Um, and yeah, he told me that he was being bullied by some boys, and I was like, bullied by who? Like, oh, it's X, Y, Z. I was like, listen, just, just tell them that we're family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that, that's all I said. That's yeah, all, yeah, that's yeah. All that's all you have to say. And, you know, I was a bit of a, I was a bit of a personality. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, like, clearly. Uh, I, I think I. <laughs> this is really weird. Um, I actually interviewed. I think it was somebody from the education board or something that came into the school. Well, on behalf of the school, you did was. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. In, so you were quite assembly. a well-behaved student, um, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that I was like a brown. No, but I'm saying you weren't getting loads of detentions. You weren't no, excluded yeah, nah, or anything nah, nah. like. Okay. In fact, there there was one point where I was on report okay. for like a week, but that was just like, yeah, <laughs> it's just like there's no, what, what, there's no need for. I want our viewers to hear the difference between our story at schools. Uh, between Jermaine and I when you listen to my side. Um, so, you know, with your sisters, do you remember any music that you listened to with them? Like any songs that they liked that you would, you know, you know sometimes when your little kid sister's playing some music, so you, you, you hear it so often, you get used to one or two of the tracks. Um, you know what? I, I think in terms, I think I'd, I would give myself two songs for this. Um, one I'm not sure that's not breaking the rules. I'll tell you what you want. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> Spice Girls. Oh, is that your wish? Yeah, yeah, like, obviously. So yeah. they were really into um, that, were they? And... Were they really hey? into the Spice Girls? Oh, <laughs> Sorry, because yeah. I'm yeah, too yeah, old yeah, to yeah. know my, people my, that were into my, it. My, my <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, you know well, what I mean? I don't I was, think you yeah, were really, like you weren't dressing girls. in Union Jacks and mini skirts. I wasn't like a fan. No, 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 I was never going to... No, when I saw on TV even, loads of girls you know, doing that, I, did, I was too old for that generation, if you know what I'm saying, so I never knew anyone who suffered from that. <laughs> <laughs> so to hear you have sisters that did it is quite amusing for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, there would be What was the other one? Then, uh, the other one was song... By Roots Maneuver. Okay, okay. Well, um, yeah. Was, he was kind of like 
my inspiration in terms of UK okay. okay. hearing that okay. around the why him in particular 13, 14. Um, again this is MTV oh, all MTV okay yeah, yeah. all the music yeah, yeah all, 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 this, all the a lot of the music that I used to listen to was either on the radio like Pirate yeah. Radio Space, or MTV or MTV yeah. based, where they were when it was really good like you'd get there was like different shows like Lyricist Lounge which is most deaf who you know, I went on later on to... Oh, yeah, he knows you. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And there was... Uh, they had dubstep drama, which was like a... It was kind of like a, a, a drama series based in, like, the inner city, London. And you could... Uh, I think it was call in or text in and pick, like, some three different options. Of okay, yeah, the, yeah. That episode to end. That's um, another rapper who kind of comes to mind would be Rodney D because he was he was a okay. host on that um, at, at, at a certain point. Um, but yeah, Roots Maneuver was was just like the pinnacle of UK hip hop for me. I just kind of went on later to kind of so experience I'm, other. I'm going to stop you here for a second because I'm thinking we've mind. done 51 minutes and we've probably reached mm-hmm. the halfway stage right now. So I'm thinking we could do a second okay. session next time to, to cover from college yeah. to where you are now, because there's a lot of music and there's yeah, a lot of experiences yeah, sure. that we, we're going to just whiz through, which would be wrong because they're probably as interesting as some of the stuff we've done up to now. I just wonder if you wanted to leave us with three things just for now about your earlier passages of life. So if you could leave us with one song, one item that you remember from your youth, you know, like um, might be a, a Hoover, you know, like you know the kind of stuff that we grow up space hopper, I don't know, whatever it was, and yeah. a book that stands out for you for that period up until let's say you were eighteen. Okay. Um, wow. One thing that stands out for me is uh, this pair of trousers. I made oh, cool. my granddad okay. who was a tailor another, another one of, of his wow parents. um <laughs> they you know, like they weren't like a pair of jeans that you could wear out or anything they're more like I just used them as like house clothes clothes that I was just wearing in the house um but they were red and had like different nice. spots on them um and and my sisters I think pretty much every one of my sisters has worn that pair of trousers at some point I haven't guys I'm familiar with that um, yeah absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay so that's that um, in, fact, in fact I think even my daughter wow. has worn wow, that, wow. that pair of trousers wow. so yeah so that's that um, what book would you remember from mm-hmm. your growing up like you know all the stuff that you read at school and everything what book would stand out for you School, a lot of like the goosebump series stuff. Um, though I remember reading uh, Carnegie, Andrew Carnegie, how to make Carnegie. You mean the people, the guy who was the um, entrepreneur in America, that guy. Yeah, who yeah, Carnegie yeah, Hall's yeah. named after? Yeah, that guy. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so that book, How to Make Interesting. Friends with People, was a book that I read. My mom had that book. And um, I remember picking it up and reading it and not really getting getting it at all. Um, and then coming back to it later on in life when I kind of went through this personal development and coaching kind of era, and I kind of came back to that book. And reading it again, it was, it, you know, I really... Even having these conversations with you, I'm beginning to understand where some of the experiences actually come from. So hold on, but um, if I can just press <laughs> you, because we're, we're looking at your kind of teenage and your earlier growth years. So what I'm really looking for is a, is a piece of fiction that you read, because we want to get into the headset of, a, of the young Jermaine, sort of, you know, younger Jermaine, let's say. So... You know, was there anything that wasn't... Because I understand that book and I understand the value of books like that. But I'm thinking more of, for want of a better word, a storybook that stood out in your mind. Okay. 
so yeah so the i think in terms of books generally i think that one particularly but um one book i remember reading i don't remember the name of the author but i'm quite sure that the book was called rancid aluminium and it was yeah and it was this story about a character called Saskia who was i think she was a journalist she was killed and um like the main character kind of yeah there was like Chernobyl and all of that kind of stuff i just remember thinking wow this is like really cool like a really cool world because she was apparently like a, a bit okay. of a girl or a celebrity um sort of journalist over there at the time in that period and um James yeah, Falls it was written by James Falls yeah oh was it okay oh wow okay I'll, I'll have to um yeah I'm sure you can find it quite easy on the net um yeah 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 and uh give it another read I think be interesting to come back to that after so long um but oh yeah i just wanted to mention this on the on coming back to the sort of music influence because next time we'll be going on to sort of 15 <laughs> plus um yeah. when i was 15 in school i was um i was writing wow and i was rapping or emceeing as, with as part yeah, of that yeah, whole yeah. sort of garage come up that that you know when it was really so you were, at you were quite serious about your music like, even then MC. really yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, so serious that I ended up um, performing or being asked to perform a rap by a, uh, a member of a band group. Wow. A Chanak, they were called. And um, I performed a rap. That I, I got to listen to the previous rapper who wasn't very good, in my opinion, and they weren't happy with it. So, yeah, he asked my music teacher, who I got on really well with, Mr. Knight, who passed away uh-huh. from cancer, I believe it was, like a good few years back. Um, wow. And he recommended me. So we spoke and basically arranged a fee for me to actually do the performance, sign the contract and everything, and um, went and performed. I literally, I think I had to write it. So can we, can we get it on the internet? Um, I'd never had to like write like that. Yeah, wow. yeah, it's available Seriously. on. I think it might it might even be wow. on Spotify, possibly if they're on there. Um, but yeah, it, it's available online. So it, it went onto their four play album, the Achanak four play wow. album, and um, the song was called. It's called what? Sorry, R double A E E N. I can't quite hear what you're saying. Sorry, it must be me. Okay, what what was the thinking behind that? Um, it it was a love song about a woman that you've been wanting to see and for so long and you're trying to get with her you're basically trying to schmooze her sort of thing so it was <laughs> it was me as a 14, 15 year old doing this song with this bangle group who were like quite a big deal yeah, yeah, I wasn't yeah, really yeah, aware yeah. of how big a deal they were um, but um, yeah I remember here Mr. Barty he was um he used to come into school in his BMW. <laughs> you could see, like, the, the levels of, like, you know, what what he was kind of rocking with outside of school. Like, How you could funny. see that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I ended up going down to the studio Fantastic. and performing this rap, and then it ended up on, wow. the, uh, on but, the album. You know what? That's a perfect place to start, stop part one and to pick up from, because, um, you know, we, we're yeah. leaving you on the verge of being a teenage hit really on some level so that's a good place to leave it um, and I, I'm conscious that I sort of offered you the choice to name a song I mean you've, you've told us about your, the song you wrote but if you have to leave your teenage years say goodbye and there's one song you want to pick out from that period go out a minute left of the pod what's anything that spring to mind um Okay, interesting Hi, choice. Uh, okay, and Ruby. why is that? In the 22nd left, what way? Um, wait, no, not Ruby. Not Ruby. Um, oh, what was the, I think it was their first single. But why did you like it? And Give us 20 seconds of why you liked it. What was it about? It was just 
that up. It was in reference okay. to my music teacher, Mr. Knight. I remember him telling me to kind of go off and yeah, yeah, yeah. explore different forms of music. So I ended up kind of, you know, going down different routes and going to jazz and soul. And I really kind of like followed through with a lot of these. And rock kind of became something that was quite powerful for me. So I think around that time, yeah, it was kind yeah. of like that indie area, indie era. Um, and yeah. like you had like the Killers and, yeah, 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 yeah. and all of that lot. And um, yeah, Kaiser Chiefs, and they were doing all the festivals that year. Um, and they were just that for me was just awesome. Jermaine, thank you so much. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna drop it um, there, and we'll pick it up again next time because we've got the second yeah. half, which may arguably even be more exciting than that. Which was that was pretty exciting in the first place. But let's see if we can <laughs> take it to another level next time. So thank you very much. You've been one of the most interesting pieces of human history that I think we've ever dealt with. So thank you very much. And uh, now I know everybody (laughs) knows Jermaine, so to speak. So uh, we'll pick that up next time. And anyone listening, part two may be even more interesting. So hang on to your seats for a little while and we'll put the next one out pretty soon. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks, Mark. This is Curious Anarchy. If you want to hit us up on the Twitter, it's at underscore Curious Anarchy. And this has been the Desert Island Part 1 show. First episode. Wow. <laughs> Part 1, yeah. <laughs>